Welcome back, Islanders. We are going to go over week six moves to make. These are moves that savvy fantasy owners can make in order to improve their teams, make that push for the playoffs, because like it or not, a third of the season's done, and just ways to improve your overall fantasy footprint in your league. Nobody wants to be a sacco. Nobody wants to be a dud. So let's get right into it. When I say moves to make, that means potential trades, potential pickups, things to keep on your radar, conversations to get started with league mates, just to gauge what type of deal can be made, just to see who's sick of who with their squad. Because as you start to get to the point where a lot of 0-4 teams, 1-4 teams start looking at their rosters and trying to reevaluate and, and overhaul everything. So I'm just going to go into some fine points, something that could possibly help you out. If not, feel free to reach out to the show. Let me know that I stink. Let me know that this was a horrible idea. But I'm a pretty savvy owner who does a lot of transactions, a lot of successful trades, successful for both sides. Remember that. Because what you want to do is to have trades that are successful for both sides. It builds up your trust with your league mates and it shows everyone that you know what you're doing. So let's jump right into it. Try to acquire a couple of guys. Don't want to overpay. You want to look at the current trends. And I got two guys that you should try to acquire for two different reasons. First one, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence has not been producing like a top 10 fantasy quarterback. Trevor Lawrence, since he's been in England for the past two weeks, has put up some very respectable numbers. But what we are seeing from Trevor Lawrence is he's getting more comfortable and you want to ride that ascension. You want to see that stock going up, jump on that bad boy and ride with it. Trevor Lawrence is going to end up with Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, and Zay Jones, and Evan Ingram, and Travis Etienne, all on the field at the same time. He has not had that since opening week. Zay Jones did go down with an injury. More to come on our injury bit, but it's not looking like it's going to be too serious. If Zay Jones is back in the mix, there's just too many weapons for Trevor Lawrence, who's gifted with arm talent. It's too many weapons for him to, to fail. I want to stress that he plays in a really bad division as far as teams that allow a lot of passing yards. So Trevor Lawrence is on his way up. Unless you own him and you've been rolling him out there every week, Trevor or Lawrence owners might be pretty fed up with this. But if you're a guy that was rolling with Anthony Richardson or you're not really sure about Justin Fields or you got somebody like a Stafford or even a Dak Prescott, try to see if you can package up a quality skill player and your underperforming quarterback and try to get Trevor Lawrence off of the Trevor Lawrence owner. He's probably not in the win column. We're probably fed up with what he thought Trevor Lawrence was going to do, and he just hasn't been producing. Trust me, pick up Trevor Lawrence. I have Trevor Lawrence finishing the season as a top 10 quarterback. Also go out and get Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley has been hurt. The games this year when he has been healthy, he has been an RB1. Top five PPR, all of the offense for the Giants. I have stock in Saquon Barkley. And the reason why I say this is because we have seen what the Giants can do without Saquon Barkley. And that's looked like the worst team in football. Daniel Jones looks like Cant Newton, can't get a first down, can't run for it, can't throw. Darren Waller looks like he's lost in the sauce. He looks like his best days were under John Gruden. This can't be real. There's no receivers worth of anything in New York. And from what it looks like, just as an outsider, 
it looks like Saquon Barkley is the engine that keeps this offense running. And this is not even a powerful offense. He's just everything that this offense is built around. And you thought it was probably Daniel Jones because he got the semi-bag and the trust of Dable. It's Saquon Barkley. I expect Saquon Barkley to come back from this ankle because even though he is hurt, he's been practicing on a limited basis ever since the injury. He's never missed a practice, which means he's working. He's trying to get everything he can as far as his health-wise to get back on the field because he knows he's going to be the workhorse as soon as he comes back. Also, nobody in the absence of Saquon has done anything. Matt Breida, Gray, any of these guys that are taking any carries for the Giants, just they just look like they're running through mud. Offensive line has been hurt. Nobody benefits from that. I expect Saquon to come back as that offensive line in New York comes back. They may not be a playoff team. They may not win a lot of games, but Saquon has an incentive-ridden contract. He's going to do all he can to get paid, put it on so that a team is looking and will throw him a semi-bag and maybe give him a contract next year. If you've been watching Saquon since he was at Penn State, you know he's just not about to tank. He's not about to just fold it in. Bank on his ability. Bank on his gamesmanship. Try to acquire Saquon pennies on the dollar. Another player coming off of an injury that's probably with a frustrated fantasy owner, try to acquire T. Higgins. You can get T. Higgins for a really nice piece when it comes down to it. All these passes cannot be going to Jamar Chase. As the Bengals start getting better and Joe Burrow starts getting healthier, he's going to air it out to all his weapons. And we've seen T. Higgins in a number two role flourish. And also you want to look at past number two roles that have been able to hit to ride on a real high-powered throwing offense and outperform, if not keep up with that number one guy. Most recently, you can think of Crabtree as the number one when Cooper was there with the Raiders. With the Rams, back when um, Robert Woods was able to put up wide receiver two numbers with Cooper Cup getting all the attention. It's definitely there. T. Higgins, it would be a wide receiver one anywhere else. He probably belongs to a really frustrated owner because, you know, right when the Bengals were about to start kicking, T. Higgins gets hurt. He's hurt right now, so his price is the lowest it'll ever be. See if you can shop a wide receiver three or maybe even a flex wide receiver out there for T. Higgins. The most I would pay for a T. Higgins is possibly a Michael Pittman. That may be overpaying for it, but definitely a Terry McLaurin, a Drake London, somebody like that with a piece could get you T. Higgins. T. Higgins could blow up at the end of the year. Guys that you need to shop. Hey, if you're a D-hop owner, he's coming off of a huge game with catches and yardage for a horrible Titans team. There's somebody in your league that knows of Texans D-Hop still. They think that's the same guy. Do what you can. Package him up with somebody. Add some value to your team. Get rid of D-Hop. Get younger on your fantasy team, the way that the Titans should have got younger at the receiver position. He's probably put up his best stat line of the year in week five. Now's the time to sell high on D-Hop. And just in general, another move that savvy owners need to make after they start seeing a lot of these injuries go down Nick Chubb, Saquon Barkley, you want to make sure that you're rostering the guy that is the backup. I know we said earlier in the season that there's not really handcuffs, but no matter what, when a starting running back goes down for a decent offense, average to decent offense, the next guy up will be the number one guy getting picked up off of wa waivers that week. Get one step ahead and already own that guy. So Pollard owners go out and get Dowdle. You know, back up your studs. 
If your star running back goes down, the guy that replaces him on the real team may not be similar as far as putting up the fantasy numbers that you expect, but you know what? He's still going to be a starting running back. And in today's fantasy landscape, a starting running back needs to be on a roster. And I'm going to close out moves you need to make with the next man up. Sometimes you got to trust the next man up and the next man up that I'm going to tell you about is Mr. Gardner Minshew. Anthony Richardson went down with a damaged AC joint in his throwing shoulder. T. King will tell you till the cows come home, running quarterbacks are going to have that done. That's just what happens. It's similar to what happened to Justin Fields last year, except for our, uh, Richardson is in a little bit more pain. They've already ruled him out. They've already said he's going to miss some time. And they've already ruled Gardner Minshew as the starter going into week six. Gardner Minshew can ball. Gardner Minshew can throw that thing around. If you guys remember way back when, when he was on the Jags, he was balling for the Jags. He made DJ Chark a thing. Gardner Minshew will always have a job in the NFL because A, he gets the trust of the locker room. He's a great locker room guy. Great to have around. You know, kind of a rags to riches story when you think about it as far as where he was drafted and what he's been able to do in the league so far. But what Gardner Minshew does do is he throws a really good ball and he's a gunslinger. He does not care. You may have to deal with some interception woes when it comes to it. But if you were to tell me at the end of week six, Gardner Minshew threw for 310 yards and four touchdowns, two to Michael Pittman, one to JT, one to Josh Downs, I'd be like, yeah, that sounds about right. And then the next thing you know, you plucked off the waiver wire as a next man up, a guy that's no longer a streamer. I predict that Richardson may come back after the bye week. So you got four games of Minshew. Don't be afraid. Roll with him. You probably don't even need to put a waiver claim in. As soon as waiver's clear, he'll probably be available as a free agent. Pick him up. There are worse names out there that are on rosters than Gardner Minshew. I would take Gardner Minshew right now this week over Dak Prescott, Sam Howell, Derek Carr, and Jordan Love. Oh, he's on a bye, but you know what I mean. Pick up Gardner Minshew, start him. Hey, if he doesn't, if he doesn't pan out for you, especially if you're a team with a lot of wins, if he doesn't pan out for you, you can make another move. But if you're listening to me, we got faith in Gardner Minshew. As always, folks, if you want to get stranded on the island with me, Sweet T, and R.W. King, please like and subscribe. Follow us on YouTube. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you get your fantasy podcasts from. On behalf of the rest of the team here at Fantasy Island, we are out.